0: Hey, everybody, this is Joshua, the tall of the tall and short of it.
1: And you know who it is. This is Shay, and I'm the short of the tall and short of it. Welcome back, guys. Did you miss us? It's been two weeks and a day. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Y'all know how it be. Life be lifing. But yeah, we're life here. Elijah. Shut up. We're here. We're ready to go. And uh, just a real quick disclaimer before we start today, just want to let you guys know we are going to be talking about sensitive subjects. This is uh, a thing that I've saw real podcasters do, so I thought maybe we need to do that. We are going to be. <laughs> you trying to say we fake podcast? Uh, we're up and coming podcasters, oh, okay, bro. there we go. I like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are going to be talking about some heavy topics today, so I just wanted to give that disclaimer. Um, so far, adulting has been cool. We've been talking about some real life things and ish, right? Yeah, Um, We talked about friendships, uh, friendship goals. Mm. That was a good one. I think that was my favorite one so far. Really? Yeah, friendship goals was lit for me. I don't know why. Um, Lit is strong, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm glad you
0: got that together.
1: We talked about the daily stuff that makes adulting kind of whack, but, uh, you know, who signed us up for this trash? (laughs) (laughs) Not I. We talked about just really taking general ownership and accountability, and uh, so let us let us know what we about to hit today, bruh.
0: So we are going to talk about adulting, but from the perspective of healing from trauma.
1: My, my, my.
0: My goodness, and of course, y'all know my sister. She is amazing at planning things. <laughs> <laughs> and so she planned... In our notes for what she wanted me to say. And it was
1: <laughs> I don't know why you don't let nothing just be behind the scenes. I don't oh understand. My goodness. I'll
0: try it on the next series. But yeah, not right. today. Um trauma. <laughs> the definition <laughs> says a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. Um the second definition says physical injury.
1: Oh, I have one of
0: those. <laughs> okay, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to. <laughs> Not the first one, the,
1: second, the second one. one. Y'all, I'm here with a she whole laceration like like of the a, finger.
0: Like a purse in the collection. Oh, I have one of those. Yeah, I got that.
1: First of all, I tried to share, because we can ready to talk about trauma, I was trying to share with my brother about my wound and this man is over here like, yeah, dude, I don't uh-uh, uh uh well can't, can't even stuff. do it. Like, can't even nope. hear it. Sorry, can't even talk about it. I'm like, yeah.
0: oh, For those of he you, he didn't even
1: want to see the pictures. No,
0: I don't. This is what happened because <laughs> we gotta talk about it and get it over with. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna do well.
1: <laughs> He's getting faint. He's going from a nice Hershey brown to a cool caramel macchiato.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm done with you. So. Shay was sending off her sister. Her sister's oh, going away. You
1: about to tell the whole thing. Okay.
0: And they had an event on Sunday. I missed the event. But I'm gonna tell you why I'm glad I missed it. For this There's one. There's no reason, reason to be
1: glad you missed saying no, farewell w- to my sister who's moving I just her across a text the globe through
0: Instagram. Um Dang. All
1: right, Munchie. No Shout out to Munchie.
0: Yeah, we love her. And so Shay posted on Instagram that she was in the hospital and she cut her finger and I was like oh. first of all I was thinking like this nigga didn't even tell me that she went to the hospital but it was a traumatic situation I wouldn't been on my phone either but the part that gets me is if you know me very well then you know I get the heebie jeebies is what I call it when you start talking about blood and insides of the body yeah I don't I don't I don't
1: how you talk about the blood of the lamb? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right you know what the show's over.
1: all right we're done all right this is this is not going in the right direction we
0: didn't plan for this that was great anyway
1: yeah y'all i'm here all sutured face. up at the Why end of the day <laughs> good. i'm nice and sutured up so i got both traumas Ooh, let's go ahead good. and segue shall we <laughs> oh
0: boy oh man what how do you come back from that anyway uh shay cut her finger (laughs) and she got four stitches and she came over to my house and we're sitting here at this table and she started talking about it and i was just like oh nope can't even and she's like you want to see i'm like no i don't want to see it i'm getting the heebie jeebies i'm good like we're done talking about it for the rest of the of our lives.
1: I shouldn't so, yeah. answer this call during our podcast,
0: right? What, what call?
1: It's it's my MD. <laughs>
0: I'm you, not going to say I about say you tell him we'll talk to him
1: afterwards.
0: <laughs> um anyway,
1: who says that on the actual podcast? Happens? Right.
0: Uh so let's go into it. So trauma for most of us, I would say uh happens earlier on. We will say childhood. Um and with that happening to us earlier.
1: I'm listening. <laughs> you told me to tell I him did, I call later.
0: With that happening to us earlier in life, childhood trauma, how that shapes us. A lot of times I've mentioned to y'all and to my sister, um, my childhood, I believe I've mentioned my father mm-hmm. a few times. Childhood trauma, my rejection issues come from the lack of being picked up every other weekend like I was supposed to by my father. So me being 38, I deal with that. So, Shay, as you're a very big observer, when you sit back and see grown people, grown men and women, when you sit back and watch us do life, can you pinpoint, like, ooh, I can see... This person, 100%. That, huh? Hundred percent. Really. What's the common thing? What's the most? What's the number one trait that you see with people who have trauma from childhood? Like, what's something that you I,
1: see? So I think that would have to be re reorganized. That statement it it depends on the type of trauma. Hmm. You know, I think one of the biggest biggest traumas we deal with in childhood is rejection. Hmm think it's I don't have any statistics today oh. but I do think it is a high percentage of us in general but maybe in this community mm-hmm. you know in the black and brown community who struggle with that form of rejection in one way or the other <clears throat> and um, I think it comes out in a lot of ways I know insecurity is a huge one
0: yeah. Most you definitely. know
1: and I think for men it's an identity thing it's identity in general mm. right like I mean I have my own childhood daddy issues my story is quite unique though um but I know one of the outcomes of that was a severe insecurity like Mm. because my identity was tied to trauma and yeah and so it was it took a very long time for me to a very long time and a very intriguing life story for that to for me to take ownership of it. Right. Right. But, um, I think that's the conversation today. That's the adulting is Mm. that pivot. Right. But I think childhood trauma shapes us for sure. And I'm sure, I think that's the verbiage that we use, but it, it makes us become the people that we are now, what we do with those versions of ourselves, right. you right, know, right, right. is different. But I know mm. that insecurity is a huge one. I think insecurity is like a plague right now in our society. And there's a, plague, a word that yeah. I've heard a lot, which is narcissism. I think yeah, I'll be hearing this a lot. I think, I'll be hearing that a lot. Yeah, I think narcissism and pride are the highest form of insecurity. It's like a mask. Like, let me present somebody mm. to you all that I'm not to hide that person that mm. doesn't feel valuable or valued so mm-hmm. i th- i would say that's the one of the biggest things really is insecurity as far as
0: men what's the number one thing you think you come across as far as trauma
1: i mean i think it's the same i think i don't know
0: but what about dating when you're dating a man what do you what's some of the similarities that you see as far as black and brown communities? like oh I've seen this before. Oh, there's that again. Such and such had that. Yeah, I know how to deal with this. Or I don't want to deal with this.
1: I'll keep it a book. And I haven't really, honestly, I haven't thought about any of this. These are questions that I didn't think of prior. Like, we haven't discussed this. Mm -hmm. But I think one of the things that I see is that, I think in general, I don't think it's a black and brown thing. I think I've seen a lot in general. The way mothers raise their sons. Right. And then the women that have to deal with that. <laughs> Ooh. So it's a lot. I, I think mothers are just different. and same, I mean, fathers are different with their daughters when yeah. they're around. But mothers, the way they care for their sons, I think their sons expect that from a partner. Mm. Like. Interesting. I think the expectation. I've heard that before, actually. Yeah. I think the expectation is you're going to nurture me. You're uh-huh. going to. Fill in those gaps for me. Those things that I never had to do or never want to have to do, or right, right. and it's just like, um, <laughs> Dad ain't partnership. I know your mom made your bed every day, but right, right. sweetie, I need you to get up make your own effing bed. That's crazy. That's on the lighter end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: but to say that's a a common thing.
1: Yeah, how mothers raise their sons is real interesting.
0: And especially See, a lot of single up. mothers. I didn't get the whole... I am not gonna. I, I want to say babying, coddling, whatever you want to call it. I didn't get the soft motherly love
1: mm-hmm. growing up. It's not always soft. I think it is...
0: Um, my mom didn't make my bed. My mom didn't iron my clothes. My yeah. mom did a very good job of teaching me how to... And I'm not just saying this because she's transitioned on. I'm saying this because... I didn't realize it until she closed her eyes. Like, I really didn't think about it until I'm like, because I had to, you know, after my mother passed, I will rethink my mm-hmm. childhood. And somehow I got to like, wait a minute, my mother was not as super like, oh, son, you'll be okay. My mom was straight to the point. Yeah. So a lot of things that when I hear women say, oh, he just want me to treat me, he wanted me to treat him like his mama and, or they will tell me about how mom plays such a big role in this grown man's life, even still,
1: mm-hmm. like it affected
0: the dating. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this mom, do- my mom is not like, she would not do some of the things that these mothers are still doing. My mom, I believe she did a very good job at teaching me independence.
1: I think that's a, I think that's true. I, I didn't get the, I don't think I met your mother. I, was trying to um, think. I
0: don't know if you did or not either.
1: Maybe once, but right. nothing. I don't think so in all those years, which is interesting. Yeah. But um, I don't think I've
0: ever met your mother either. Mm. I don't think I, I don't remember if I did.
1: That's weird. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I do think a lot of these mothers are still very much like my son can do no wrong unless it's to mm. me. Really? Yes. Shit, I, I see a lot mama. of that. Now, not for me dating. I haven't right. really encountered that. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, friends with all my exes' families That's and dope. stuff like that. It's really weird. But um, <laughs> it's kind of a toxic trait, actually. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I've it heard a lot of she's... that. Like, a lot of my friends I can see that in. Really? Yeah, like, one of my friends is a straight-up mama's boy. He's like, it's one-sided, though. It's not me. <laughs> Dang. But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times moms don't want to not be involved.
0: Really? In there? Yes. And I don't I know don't what know that what is. I don't know what that was like. And I don't. I'm glad. I think I've said this before. My mom. And you know, I'm giving her praises now, and I, I don't mind doing it. I believe. I put it like this: Mom is the one that taught me how to open doors for women. Got you. And. Dealing with the passing of my mother, I do miss the, uh, and I've said this before, the uh, stability that she gave as far as helping me with decision-making. Right. But it wasn't like I had to have my mom make my decisions. Even when I was dating women, and she would just be like, if you're not going to do this and this and that, leave her alone. Yeah. It wasn't no like, well, son, you'll get it. It was like, no, that's not how you're supposed to act. Like, you don't do that. Nobody wants to do... Like, she gave me the straight up.
1: That's wise counsel, though. That's just straight up wise counsel. And I yeah. know, like, <clears throat> uh, we talked about like Chris, Chris's mom. Same way, like, right mm. is right and wrong is wrong. Mm. Y- you may be my child, but if you're wrong, you're still wrong. Right, right, right. And even in our friendship, I was on the benefiting end of that. That's mm. not how you say that, but I benefited from her approach right, right. to that. Like She would just be like, no, you're my son. I love you, but you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's f- so rare.
0: Right. Do You think that's a form, and that is very rare. Do You think that's a form of mothers avoiding their children experiencing trauma? Like, I'm trying to hold you and coddle you and cut, like, all of that.
1: Yeah, I couldn't imagine it not being. Like, yeah. just like, I'm
0: trying to keep you from going through whatever.
1: I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a protection mechanism. But, but I mean. Does it cause
0: trauma too at the same time?
1: I don't know. I'm just asking. I don't know. I don't know if that's trauma that it's causing or if it's trauma bonding. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I everyone has gone through a form of childhood trauma. We've all gone through something. Right. Right. I do think you know i'm not a parent but i am you know i under i kind of understand that perspective of even with my sisters or my nieces and nephews or my godkids like anything i can do to mm. stop you from having to feel these pains or things right. like that and and i couldn't imagine being a mother who finds out my child has gone through trauma <laughs> how i would want to swoop them in after that Man. you know what i'm saying like I don't know. It's it's interesting to me because mm, it's interesting to me because a lot of times our parents parent us out of their trauma too.
0: Most definitely.
1: So it's just like most definitely. It's a traumatized person trying to protect a another trauma it's so it's such a weird dynamic and I I I know for a fact that one of the challenges <clears throat> about adulting is the fact that we don't always take the opportunity to stop and acknowledge mm. that hurt child mm. like okay like you asked me like what do I think that things are people are coming across one I think that's a gifting that has been placed on my life to be able to do that but my trauma Mm -hmm. formed that Mm. like I think some of the characteristics of who we are are based off of the things that we've gone through right you know so I I wanted to understand how I was feeling how people were feeling because I didn't really have nobody to talk to about the things I was going through like I didn't actually know my father was my father until like double digits
0: that's crazy
1: yeah, I, I thought my existence was tied to someone else that was extremely trauma, like trauma based. Like really. Yeah, like this is probably not a night for me to go into it, but <clears throat> for that whole time, like my existence was tied to a traumatic experience. And trying to process through that, like how do you not carry shame from that? Mm. Was something that even at a very young age I was trying to work through. <clears throat> so into right. adulthood you see a lot of that in people mm-hmm. like when they're not dealing or when they're trying to deal right, or right. so it's easy for me to spend five minutes with a person and be like, Oh, you're struggling with this or you're struggling Jeez. with that. <clears throat> so yeah, it's turned into a, a gift, but I mean, that's, nice. adulting really sucks, bro, because it's not just your childhood trauma that you have to deal with. Then we come across what grief. We come right. through, which I feel almost is like adult, the adult version of trauma. And kids right, go right. through grief, too. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. But grief is something I don't think ad- adults deal with well because they associate it with death only.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I, I never looked at grief outside of someone passing until we started talking about it recently. Yeah. Just being honest with you. I'm just, what are you talking about that's grief? We, how is that grief? Ain't, ain't nobody died in that. What are you talking about? Right, and you're just like, that's not the only thing that people grieve over is somebody passing. You can grieve over situations or other, you know, other things. So, I, I, I'm i gonna answer the question that I asked you a little bit. Well, I'll put it like this hopefully, it doesn't start anything. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> I asked you, Are you do you see? things in men dating them that are similar mm-hmm. as far as trauma. Then I, I thought about me and my friends who uh, we talk about our similar things that we see, the similar things that we see when dating women, like, oh, here goes this situation or this mindset or this whatever. I do feel like black men and black Women, we have our traumas as a community that we bring to each other, and we're just now getting to a place where we're trying to change the atmosphere to make it comfortable to deal with it. Like now I'm starting to see a lot of women understanding what it means to be a whole woman or give a man, a black man, this whole situation to be able to be comfortable to deal with the trauma. Yeah, And it's a two way street. Like I have to (laughs) make sure I'm willing to do it. And y'all have to be make sure y'all have to make sure y'all are willing to let us be safe in that. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of women don't make it and I think some of it's because a lot of women just don't know how. Like it's passed (laughs) down, unfortunately. Just like a lot of men don't know how to release. I don't think a lot of women know how to catch it. Uh Uh-oh. I think I said something. Yeah. Just from my perspective. No, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I do think
1: it is. Because I, and listen, ladies, if this ain't you, okay. Right. But I think a lot of us want to be protected.
0: Most definitely. And it's
1: hard to feel protected by somebody who is not secure where they are. Right. Or has those issues. So it's just like, I mean, it feels disrespectful for me to say it out loud because, it's not how I move, but I right. understand it. It's like how you gonna how you gonna be the man in my life, stand for me, support me, when right, <laughs> you right, just right. falling apart. Now, for me, I understand because of my field of study. I understand mm. that that is actually a part of healing being in being in connection with your emotions. Like mm. our emotions are indicators. Just like when I cut my freaking finger, and my nerve endings was like, hey, something's wrong. <sighs> That's what our emotions Did do. We
0: say we want to talk about that.
1: Sorry. Anymore. That's what our emotions... Sometimes I just like to see you Our emotions Maybe are the same thing. Like, hey, yeah. here's an indicator. Something's going on. Mm. So I think that there's a... It's almost like an unfair expectation. Like, Brad, get it together. Like, I'm supposed to be the one to...
0: Right.
1: But I was listening to this podcast. This is why I said, mm. I was listening to this podcast And I don't remember the topic, but I do remember they said something that just stuck with me, that in our society there's certain emotions that are, quote-unquote, acceptable for men versus acceptable for women. That's what it was about. Um, I was listening to the Perrys, 30 Minutes with Perrys, and they were talking about Mm -hmm. anger. And -hmm. they were like, anger is an acceptable emotion for men. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that they may truly be feeling – They'll mask in anger because it's acceptable. Maybe right. they're ashamed. Maybe they're afraid, you know, but right, right. what they portray is anger. And mm. for women, it's different. Like when we portray anger, it's like, then you're the angry black mm. woman or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, it's not an acceptable emotion for us. Like we can be sad. We can be, but I think what you're saying is true. We're entering into a time where. There is be there is a space being created for men to experience all of those emotions mm-hmm. and it be okay. I think that's right. a healthy society. Actually, most definitely, I, um,
0: I agree. Because like, if you want me to protect you to my fullest capabilities, you have to allow me to be broken to be healed, yeah. to withstand everything to protect you. With uh, protection, is not just when a man. Another man comes and tries to do something to you I should be able to protect you from yourself sometimes what you mean uh I've had this conversation with a, a a guy who uh he was married at the time one of my best friends and his wife at the time ex-wife now she was like she was self-destruct her insecurities or whatever would always cause her to change a job or not be happy with wherever she was instead of her looking and seeing like, this is what I'm good at. This is what I should be doing. I'm a mother, but she would just find whatever reason to keep quitting because she was not doing something that fulfilled her. Mm -hmm. As a man, the husband, Mm -hmm. he can protect her from herself by encouraging her, loving her, allowing her to be vulnerable. You know, all of those things that help her, that he can to his best ability to help her heal, I think that's a way of protecting her from herself, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Just like women do with us. Women always are protecting men from ourselves. I I feel like a lot of times women will stop us from doing, they'll stop us from doing something that's going to harm us and, put us in jail, like us reacting with our anger and how you calm us down, you know, that's Or stuff. try
1: but, to, we try to do that. Or well, you
0: try to, <laughs> right. But uh, while you were talking, because I know we got to move on, I was like, how much of this trauma, childhood trauma will I share? Because I haven't really shared it that much. But there was something where you actually, would, when I was thinking it, you were saying it. So I'm, I'm, in the journey that I am now, I feel like, when that happens i should probably lean into it and go with it so you were saying something like basically a mother hearing about their child's trauma and wanting to swoop them up i remember i had to share something with my mother and father because me and my best friend we were telling these this person this young person who she's a teenager at the time we called her our little sister and we was telling her how she should maneuver through life in this certain experience that she just went through, a traumatic experience as far as dealing with somebody who's older than her. Mm. And we both were like, dang, how can we tell her to tell her mother about what's going on with her and we haven't done it with our own parents. Mm. So I had to go back and tell my mom and my dad, yo, when I was a teenager, this man tried to sexually molest me mm. and it was one of my dad's friends.
1: Jeez.
0: Yeah. Whole other thing. So it was just like that whole accountability was totally different. And then dealing with that, I realized, oh, that's why I have a problem with, uh, what's the, I don't know what the best way of putting it, but certain type of black men will always give me like the, uncomfortable feeling whenever they was around because they represented that person who tried to do that to me
1: i went through that yeah in my situation but how did your parents respond
0: my mom she was upset my mother was upset but she was also still like well i'm glad it didn't happen yeah and i'm sure she was like why you know she was confusing but my dad was pissed as hell Because he's like, I trusted this dude to be around you, and now you telling me this nigga tried to, like, he was not happy. And him and the, well, I call him my uncle. I told both of them, and they were just like, because they know the guy, and they just like, that's Joe jacked up. Super jacked up. And my father, he was hurt. He was hurt, and he was mad at himself for a little bit. Well, I ain't gonna say a little bit. He was mad at himself because he was just like, how do I let somebody like that around? And that almost happened to my child. It was it was deep, man.
1: I mean, the, ser- the situation is not, but the response is the best case scenario because how many people share their trauma with their parents or mm-hmm. the people around them and they are totally either not believed or mm-hmm. cast aside Ooh. even though they're the victim. Like, I know a lot of people have gone through that. Um, being the victim
0: of what happened
1: to them. Being the victim, but then it just being like, oh, whatever, you're fine. Or, or yeah, it might. didn't happen. Like, I couldn't Im- imagine being in either of those situations. But, I mean, right. it happens regularly. So how do you heal when the people who's supposed to support you <laughs> don't even believe you? Right,
0: especially if you don't know how to heal. Then you don't heal. Yeah,
1: like, because that's... That seems to be your starting point. Like, okay, these are my parents. They're responsible for loving and protecting me. Let me share this. What Mm -hmm. you mean you don't believe me? Or you like, Mm. I can't imagine how that would carry over into shame or like just holding stuff in. I don't know. Um,
0: That that leads to so much. Like, I'm sharing with you something that happened with me, to me, whatever, however you want to put it. And you reject me in that moment, right? And me, well, however young that person is, people are. Then now you maneuver through life not trusting people when
1: you're. Born. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm a hundred percent witness to that. And I mean, I guess I'll share. You shared. I'll share. Oh Lord, I get accused of not, but
0: also my accused not share.
1: Did be your people? Oh, okay. Anyway, Thank you, y'all. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm not for a tip for tap, but no, a, a prime example of that really is, I I was young, I want to mm. say maybe seven or eight, and I actually was molested by a stranger. Really? Yeah, and in running away, I got glass in my foot, y'all Chicago. Okay. Oh yeah. It's, it's the duck streets. It's, it's glass in the sand, bro.
0: So you got cut. Look, I can again. laugh about
1: it. I, I can laugh about it now, but at the time it wasn't funny. Right.
0: Uh,
1: got glass in my foot, had to go to the ER. Now, mind you, at this point, I don't think I had told anybody what right. had happened. Um, but so you went to the ER by yourself? No. Then, oh, okay. I'm seven or 8 I'm No. But nobody knew what had happened leading up to that point. Mm. So... I was a really quiet kid, super, never got in trouble, but I'm screaming bloody murder. I don't want nobody to touch me, obviously, right? And my mom slapped the dog trash out of me, like, because I was hysterical. And that planted something in my mind that was like, got it. When you're going through, eat that shit. Wow. And I think I held that for a long, like I'm getting welled up thinking about it. I held that for a long time because that moment said to me that my trauma didn't matter. Wow. And it took me a lot of processing to realize, one, she didn't know. You know what I'm saying? It's just you're being hysterical. This is not like my kid. Yes, you have glass on your foot, but calm the freak down.
0: Right, right, right.
1: But in my mind, it was something totally different. I wasn't even in that room.
0: You know what I'm saying?
1: I wasn't there. So it's just like, I just imagine, and this is what's going to make me cry, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that every person is someone like that who we have no idea what they've gone through. Right. And then you get to the stuff we talked about last week that seems trivial. Bills, freaking relationships. Add that on top of what you're already going through. (sighs) That is it feels impossible some days. Most definitely. And I feel like almost this is like the, this is like the point of today, Mm -hmm. of this series. Everybody is going through some shit. Most definitely. And adulting is something we all have to do, but on top of trauma, Mm -hmm. shit's just hard. Like, we keep saying it, like, adulting is just freaking hard. and
0: Navigating through this, like, we are taught how to build credit but not how to build character. And in order to build your character, you have to address the trauma.
1: You got to.
0: And nobody teaches us
1: that. And it sucks. It sucks so yeah. bad. Yeah,
0: like, Every I'm now. trying to fight going to work, dealing with people who I really don't want to deal with on top of whatever else.
1: Grief, yeah.
0: I was literally thinking about it earlier today, like, I forgot what was happening. I was just like, we gotta be careful of how we treat people because we have no idea what they no, are going. No, you
1: literally through. have no idea what has happened to them in the last twenty four hours.
0: Never, like you, you really never know unless they tell you or you've seen it, or you may hear about it. Like today, it's this woman named Mrs. Jackson, one of our uh, people that work at the school.
1: Hey, girl. Hey, hope we're saying good things about you.
0: Oh, she's amazing. Nice <laughs> <one. laughs> No, she is amazing. This older black woman who, soon as she just started talking, all the teachers, all the staff just got quiet and was listening to her. And she was starting off small. I don't even think she planned it to be like this. But, you know, she's just like, this is what I do with the students. And she says, repeat after me, blah, 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 makes the A sound. We all say the A. She shows us the card. We say gate. So she goes through all these different things. And she talks about how, you know, I used to, you know, go to this school, help these women, these little young girls, teach them haikus, teach them how to write poetry. She said we had this girl come up. She just come up, like, starting her poem. Green beans, mashed potatoes, yams. You want to hear more? Everybody's like, yeah. She like uh, sweet potato pie. Pumpkin pie, da da, da da da, you know, all this other stuff. Everybody like, yeah. She's like, raped right by my uncle, raped right by my Jesus. daddy, da, da 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 da. Do you want to hear more? And everybody's like, no. She says something else, and other girls are connecting to what she's saying. Wow. To the trauma that she just said. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the room just trying not to let these tears fall, because I'm just like, you connect with the food, and you can connect with the trauma. Everybody in the room. Like, what? mm mm But are we connecting to how to deal with it?
1: That would have took me down.
0: Oh, yeah. That would
1: have took me all the way down. I would have been the one in the back <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was trying not to be. That would have been me. Oh, I was trying not to, but it was just like how we connect with each other Which is why reality TV TV is so big because of the trauma that's on there. People love it. I hate it it too. I don't like it. I've never liked it. I won't even like to date a woman who says that she likes to watch that stuff because you're not bringing that at my house. We're not going to be sitting down on the couch.
1: Sometimes it's an outlet. Now, that's a little, that shouldn't be a deal breaker. Sorry. It's not a
0: deal breaker, but I'm looking (laughs) at you and I'm going to tell you, like, when we're around, we're not watching that. I'm not watching it. We're not doing it. Because I don't want that negativity around. I just can't Is it do always
1: it? negative? Well, I'm not going to defend reality TV, which I said I just don't like. But I'm just trying to defend my future sister-in-law. If she likes Real Housewives, <laughs> let the girl <laughs> Y'all like can it. watch
0: it at your I'm house. I'm not watching it. And whoever your husband is. She better pull it up on cheer. her phone and
1: watch it. She ain't watching <laughs> it with me. <laughs> Sorry, no, sis. Funny.
0: That's hilarious. Um, okay, yeah.
1: so ahead. at the end of the day, right? Yeah. If there was something I would want to leave with this podcast, is this: mm-hmm. we're all victims at some point in time. Most definitely. I mean, probably every human has been victimized in one way, shape, or another. Maybe not as as far down the trauma spectrum. I don't right, know. Right. God bless those of y'all who ate apple pie every day, had a dog in a fence and was living your best life. Some of us went through it, (laughs) but
0: still going through.
1: At what point do you adult Mm. and say, I don't have to be a victim anymore. Mm. Let me learn from this, figure out how it can be a tool and move forward. Like, I don't want to be cliche, like, from victim to victor. But really, at some point, you have (laughs) to take, we've been talking about accountability, accountability for how you respond. And, I mean, mm, listen, the person that brought me into this world, Mm. I think is still a victim, and we all pay for it. Mm. Now, that's hard for me to say out loud, but I think that's... Some of the angst that we have, like at what point are we all just responsible for who we are going forward? That's true. And take that ownership, figure this shit out, and blaze it. Like, mm. I'm not saying I'm doing it, I'm not saying I'm doing it right. I still got my stuff, right? You know, it's probably
0: well, though, Shay.
1: I don't know about that. It's probably very heavily one of the reasons why I'm still single. But. <laughs> <laughs> I Because you ain't got
0: no time for no man right well, now. that part too. But that's just me.
1: I, I definitely just want to be accountable for where I am. I will stop and say, where is this coming from, Shay? Mm. Thought-wise. Thought Even, like, I'm preparing for this concert. I'm literally having to stop and say, what experience has you trapped in this insecurity? Mm. Like, I'm having to pause and be like, girl. Because... <laughs> I mean, what's what's going on?
0: What trauma is stopping you from using your gift,
1: girl?
0: That's the question.
1: Which, Which gift? is the same
0: thing for me, right? Which oh, gift? Your gifts,
1: <laughs> right? That part.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, when you said that part about mom, about your mother, and because you have siblings, there is a trait under my grandmother's side, on my me my mom's side. My grandmother has it. My mother had it. This thing about being super safe, Mm. of not really taking too many risks on different things, to where it even will start to cripple those around them. Well, I won't say cripple. It will hinder them in certain areas. Like it got so bad, she's better at it now. They used to not be able to tell my grandmother they was about to take a trip. Like, oh, we about to fly over. Mm-mm. They told her when they got back. My mother inherited some of that, and will give it to me. And then, what's crazy is, I, until recently, start to realize I would do with people around me, especially in, when I'm dating somebody or I'm in a relationship, how I would want them to just not take risk, just keep it safe, keep it right here, like whatever mm-hmm. it is. What is it about me that I have to be like that? And when do I take accountability of where I'm not, like you said, I'm not 12 years old. I'm not 21. I'm now 38. I can't keep using the excuse of what happened to me 32 years ago. Mm -hmm. I just can't. Because if I've been saying it for 32 years that it's the problem, then eventually I need to start saying what's the solution. But it all part. takes acknowledgment, and I think that's the part that people don't do because they I, I know people know if they acknowledge the problem then they know they got to change it and yep. evolve from it. Yep. And I think some people just avoid acknowledging it and just leave it where it's at and just keep it classified as a problem instead of a bridge to take them into the promised land. Most people who are... Everybody that's successful always acknowledge the problem and then work out of getting the problem. They never stay in the problem. Not anybody I've known.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. At least
0: they're in the progress of doing it. Like I can't keep hearing from a woman, This is who I am and this is why I'm, like, but it's not working for you. Like it's not. Cause you don't wanna accept my bullshit when I say, Well, my father rejected me, so that's why I deal with these insecurities. Like, y'all going to be like, no, you're 38. Why?" So it's a give and take. Like, when you get to a certain mindset, because I can't say age, because there's people who are 68 years old. Right. Still dealing with the same trauma from 12 years old. Yeah. I, I can't say there's a certain time that you should do it. I feel like there's a certain mind that you should do it.
1: Here's what I think it is, and I could be wrong, and it may not be universal, but I think part of it is, and I know it is when it comes to, like, my mom. Mm. Uh, Because I I get it. My mom's been through more than I could even imagine Mm. trying to handle and go through. Mm. I'm not going to tell her story, but her story is movie-worthy. But I do think that there is a desire for acknowledgement, right? Mm. I was wronged. I was a victim. This was not right. This was not my fault. These circumstances that I were dealt with are are were are, mm, circumstances I was dealt are not fair. Right. Like I think that every person has that desire to build vindic- to feel vindicated. I can't even mm. word right now. And I think that's the place where sometimes we get stuck. Right. Like, it wasn't my fault. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask to be here. I didn't ask for the situation. You know what I mean? I didn't do anything to deserve it. That's where that's where that brain block happens. And you want somebody to apologize. Tell me that this wasn't my fault and tell me that I was wronged and that I am a victim. Right. And I think the hard part is sometimes you have to give that to yourself. And then in the same voice, tell yourself, now move on. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's rare that you're gonna get whoever whatever is responsible, right? And I know for me, sometimes I was looking up like, "Um, good Lord Jesus, you were just gonna let me go through this? You wanna go? <laughs> you know?" And and we we looking for a deity to right, apologize, right. Right? right? And I I think the hardest part is saying I may never get that, mm. so I'm just gonna keep pushing. And find my best best self in that. Mm. And so I I want to say that it's not even like an immaturity per se. It's just a lack of validation and vindication. Mm. So I'm just trying to advocate for that victimhood. Yeah. But when it becomes a mentality, that's the problem. You can't have victimhood. You went through something, you were wronged, it wasn't right. But when it's a victim mentality and that's just your filter that's when you make decisions that are not fair to yourself and to others I so i mean i agree yeah i as don't a, know
0: as a man you should want to it i feel like i'm becoming more of a man when i admit my bs at least to myself and then try to make the steps forward yeah. and there's nothing i'm not gonna say there's nothing it is painful to hear a woman tell you about yourself and you got to sit there and take it.
1: You think that's just for a man? Don't nobody I mean, like to sit and listen I mean, yeah. to nobody tell them about self. Yeah. I don't think that's a male or female trait at but all. But when
0: it's your fault, it's like, oof.
1: I mean, right? that's also
0: just you in change, general. And then when they tell you, I don't want to hear you say I'm sorry. You told me that you're sorry. Like, you got to man up. But I think when you can acknowledge it, and move forward, that is when you can start becoming more of who you're supposed to be.
1: So talk to me about therapy. Why aren't you in it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Look at this, it's my therapy. Let's get on in it.
1: You don't pay enough per hour for this to be your therapy. Oh my gosh. Just keeping it a book. Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Y'all heard it. She basically said, I can't afford her.
1: I mean where should I get scan? this paper okay.
0: why am I not in it because oh shoot, I think within a year I just realized I wanted to be a part of it I wanted to be in therapy uh, sometimes I feel like I don't have to go through it but then I'm like yeah let me try it cause some of my mentors haven't. they've been to therapy so I'm like if they can do, go through it then I can too I think what's helped me with leading up to it is having people like you in my life who give me sound advice and listen. So I'll I'll go to it So,
1: What's your hesitation?
0: Mm, Time. (laughs) Helpful. Yeah, I mean, just time. (laughs) I would have to make time to go to this person. Like, are you open on Sundays? Because that's the only day I got free to... I would have to call off work like, hey... Next Tuesday, can't be there.
1: Okay, listeners, I need y'all to have my back. Okay. You don't think you need it?
0: Oh, I, do, I think I can use it.
1: You don't think you need it? <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: because you think I need it doesn't mean I think I need it. Mm-hmm. I think it would be very useful for me, and it will help me in a lot of areas in my life. But do I think I need it? Not at this point. I don't feel like I need it. Thank
1: My you. God! And we're
0: not gonna talk about it because, listen, y'all, I'm Joshua, and I'm the taller, the taller. Dang, there, he ended the whole
1: shit. That's how you know somebody needs therapy. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, that's funny though. No, I, I, I will say that therapy will be very useful to me. And I do want to have therapy. I want to have two sessions. I want my sessions or whatever I need personally, and I want my sessions for whoever I get married to because me and this woman are most definitely going to do premarital counseling.
1: I just think grief counseling will change your life.
0: I think it will too.
1: I just do. And I I think if you... But do I think I need it? No, you don't. But I think if you go back and listen to these... To these conversations, mm-hmm. you'll realize that there's a space needed for you to really process through some stuff. Well, this is just my therapy. That. I'm listening,
0: microphones ain't cheap. I'm, this is my therapy. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Audio, Audio Technica has been a very good therapist for me.
1: They are not Apple sponsoring Incorporated
0: us. has been a very good. If therapist we ain't getting no me.
1: sponsorship, they ain't getting no time. Huh?
0: Universal Audio has okay. been a very good.
1: Listen, you could disagree. You could be stubborn if you want. I'm just telling you, in my professional opinion, it's not and a could, it. it's a should. <laughs> <laughs> a and I'll wait till we on the worldwide internet. <laughs> <laughs> to look. I'm not even looking at him. I'm looking right. away. Like, I just want you to know.
0: This woman is over here fixing the weave on her head, telling me I need to get there.
1: First of all.
0: You look good, though, sis.
1: And a lot of this is mine. I got, I got drip. Don't come for me. Anyway. Alopecia you, don't win.
0: It don't. Anyway, can <laughs> you tell these people... About the next series that's happening. Y'all,
1: please know this man is like, <laughs> wrap it up. We ain't talking no, 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 about no, no. this shit no <laughs> more.
0: <laughs> Stop. I was trying to be mindful of the time, like you always be saying. Any I'm not.
1: other time this fool is not mindful Hi, of, not Joshua. a goddamn God thing. Anyways, well, we going to move it along. Adulting, heal, heal that's just it just heal heal, <laughs> <laughs> heal. you ain't you don't gotta be a victim no more take your power you back and keep it pushing and realize that everybody going through some stuff man and we just trying mm. to pay these bills and marry these crazy people and good god today and not duplicate man. our lord trauma Jesus. into little people I don't lord Oh that. goodness gracious. that's why I ain't got them <laughs> this we don't need no little shades. Help, guys! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. imagine
0: us having kids and then they be talking to each other on a podcast, like Michael Josh, this. it. well says Like, yeah, that would be absolutely hilarious. Yeah, they had a podcast, so now we're gonna have a podcast. I feel
1: like my kids would bully your kids. <laughs> oh,
0: oh. Hey, future wife, can you please be tall? So, when we have children, they can bully this woman's kids? That
1: don't matter.
0: Because her son that is coming out matter. with a beard. Wow. Yeah, I said it. Her son He's is coming out mill. the world with a beard. Well. Because <clears throat> men you like.
1: They all got beards. Beard games. Listen, beards Some. change the game. Now, my fear is that they going to stop trending and then people going to start cutting them. And I'll be like, oh, man. The dating pool just shrunk significantly. No, oh my God. Because behind these is beards, there's that... some truths, Lord. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a razor bump she ain't trying to see. Oh, uh, my God. So, is that a breaking? Uh, what was that? Deal breaker? Is that a deal breaker?
1: Not having a beard? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, it's It's not a deal breaker. I, I mean, I'll talk to somebody who ain't got a beard. What's the name? I bet I don't. <laughs> I said talk to, we as friends. But.
0: Have we talked about him today? Mm hmm. Oh, okay. He ain't got no beard. Mm hmm. Wow, I'm surprised. Hey, what's funny about this before we talk about the next subject? Because this hey, is becoming traumatic. Hey, if you thought don't you do that this. you was the one don't and do you this. got a beard, do not do this. <laughs> do
1: not do this. First of all, let's be quite clear no one is the one as of right now. So that's not a thing.
0: How about I make it simple? If you text my Why sister. Why you got to be like this?
1: Why you got to be you like this?
0: scratch your face. I
1: hate it here.
0: And it sound rougher than that. She ain't talking about you, bro. I'm just like, you know.
1: Mm-mm-mm-mm.
0: Yeah. If you got a smooth face.
1: This is so. If you got
0: a smooth face. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, guys, we hope that. There was enough seriousness in this conversation because this hey, is going bro, left of center. <laughs> and the Can fact that he's continuing this conversation <laughs> underneath my conversation is that petty type shit. <laughs> anyway, so listen, thank y'all so much wait, for- wait, wait, you ain't gonna tell huh? him about the next- Bro, calm down, I'm getting there. Oh, my bad, go ahead. Oh my God, why won't he let me be a professional? I'm a whole beast out here, okay? This is series two wrapping up anyways thank y'all for being a part of adulting we hope that you connected just like i connected to this lady's poem that i didn't even hear but we hope you connected (laughs) to something that made y'all feel seen and validated um, and encourage y'all to just keep doing what you're doing listen you can do it there's there's room for everybody to grow but take ownership of it that's the core of this we all been through shit take ownership of it use it to blaze the day um, Amen. next series is going to be quite interesting. I think we're going to yes, have several is. guests throughout this because uh, I've had a lot of people be like, hey, I want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of it. Really? So we're going to have to open up the table. Um, go. They're going to have to bring their own microphone. But okay. Um, there are a lot of things that we've had in common. We talked about it in our first episode. One of which, we're both pew babies. <laughs> we are. So our next pew, series, pew. we've been waiting for What?
0: You said pew babies.
1: I said I want pew to- pew just disappear <laughs> help anyway so our next series is going to be a good one it's going to be about church kids um, oh we're going to talk about the lows the highs and all the in-betweens of that this is going to be probably cathartic for me this next series mm. uh we gonna have some fun but we also gonna keep it a buck and hopefully continue wait. some healing some internal healing and through laughter you hope and
0: I'm inter- before we do this, here. I
1: was about to say a really cool line and you ruined it. You can still say healing that. through laughter and information. <laughs> it sounded better in the flow of my sins. Anyways, redo it, y'all, we can redo it. It's too late. Never mind.
0: Thank you. Yeah, that church kids one, I'm just letting y'all know right now, all of y'all who went to these churches that I used to go to Jesus. or still go. To, and now that I'm not there, I'm let y'all know right now, I'm enjoying my Sunday mornings not being at the church. Okay,
1: right. so. And so
0: uh, what I wanted to say was, uh, Dodge Flash, and that one pastor, <laughs> you better gonna... hope I don't spill all your beans. Yeah, I'm on one tonight, Shay.
1: We're going to wrap this up. Shay
0: guy. I am Joshua, the tall of the tall and
1: short of it. And I am Shay, and the short of the short of it. And I am going straight home. It is dangerous in here. We'll see y'all in a couple weeks for church kids. We are, it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be a cool series. Hopefully, we keep validating y'all because they do be tripping. (laughs) They do be tripping. I love Jesus, but his people be tripping. All right, so we'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Thank y'all for continuing to rock with us. We out. Peace.